So Beyonce just left Atlanta, and let me just, full disclosure, I did not go to the Atlanta show. I am not a member of the Beehive, but I have to give it up when it's time to give it up. The impact that Beyonce had on the economy is having on the economy while she is touring is undeniable. And I wrote a blog about it, so let's talk about it. So a few weeks ago, oh my goodness, I'm yawning because it's early in the morning, but a few weeks ago, the Federal Reserve, um, Bank of Philadelphia, which ironically had Beyonce's first show in the U.S. there, made a post about how Taylor Swift's tour boosted the economy. And that got me thinking because I started looking for articles around Beyonce and her impact on the global economy. Because I knew personally I had traveled um, and saw her show in Paris. I know some other friends who went to Switzerland, Ireland to see her show. And then I know lots of people who here in the U.S. paid outrageous amount of money for their tickets um, and other people who are still going, me and my friend, we were trying to figure out if we want to go to Atlanta and we didn't go. And I was very upset because when I woke up, I heard that she did thick and she did not do thick in France. She did not do thick anywhere else. And I'm kind of in my feelings about that, but blah, blah, blah. But anyway, Beyonce's tour is projected to make $2.1 billion in comparison to the Swift's tour, that's at $1.6 billion. Because I don't see the same energy for Black women that I'm seeing for these people. Um, and because I don't see the same energy for Black women, um, I decided that, you know, I'm going to give their this energy. So locally and globally, Beyonce, and she also has a nonprofit as well, has contributed to local businesses here in the U.S., According to reports, they are saying that, you know, the revenue from the world tour was $67.5 million, right? And this was previous to all of the glitches from Ticketmaster, the resellers, and all that stuff. But 60% of the customers, um, yeah, I'm, I don't know what that is. Edit that. All right, so according to recent reports, right, Beyonce has shattered the records for tour revenues and ticket sales. Um, Billboard is reporting the estimate revenue for the Royal Tour is $67.5 million, with half a million, half a million tickets sold. Um, and 60% of consumers abandoned the purchase because they had bad experience, but yet, you know, 500 shows were sold out. Three of her shows achieved the biggest stadium audience ever. And then the Paris show is the biggest turnout of all time. Now, they're not counting the combined shows as well. This is just for one show. I know, for example, in some places she had multiple shows. Um, Paris is one of those rare places where she only had one show. But they're saying that was the biggest turnout of all time, which is just bananas. Um but Wikipedia and Afrotech is also saying that she sold 1 million tickets in the States 
alone. Now, this is crazy because this is, you know, we're talking how our parents witnessed Michael Jackson and the Beatles and, you know, Queen and all their sold out shows. Like, and then pay attention because all three of those are men. Um, So this might be the biggest concert for a woman. And I was talking to one of my homegirls who went to one of the Atlanta shows here. And she's not a Beyonce fan. Like, she likes some of her songs, but, you know, she's not, she wasn't going to go to the concert. She didn't buy concert tickets. Um, Her daughter had bought a ticket and she was unable to attend. So she went, so the ticket wouldn't go to waste. And she called me the next morning after she attended the show. And she's like, yo. I have never in my life experienced that from getting ready, um, finding the outfit, you know, waiting to go inside the stadium, waiting for the tour to start, just the people, the experience, all of it from start to finish. She said she gets it. She understands why people are acting the way they are. I have a group chat I share with my friends and we were talking about the mute challenge. Um, You know, that song, look around, everybody on mute. that challenge right and you know we were talking and one was like you know i don't understand why this is so serious and for me i get it um you know i said it's a sense of community it's a sense of belonging it's a sense of being part of something and then you get to say you know what i i was part of there i was part of that one and it becomes competitive naturally we are competitive people and i don't you know whoever says that we're not is lying to you naturally we, we want to be the best. We want to win, whether it's big or small. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I saw a quote yesterday, and I'm paraphrasing, but it says something like, competition is a reminder that you want better for yourself, which is just amazing in its own thing because, you know, when you see somebody do something, it's okay to say, you know what, I'm going to try that because that's how you get inspired. And you want to be the best every day. You should be your best. You wake up every day being better than who you were yesterday. So I get one to, you know, have your city win. And now she's posting, she being Beyonce is posting on her website, how, you know, which city won, um, the mute challenge and all that stuff. And for me, you perform thick in Atlanta. So I don't want to hear nothing else from nobody else. Cause I'm still upset about that, but I digress. Anywho, shout out to my homegirl, Jacqueline, um, out in LA. I talked to her and she went to the first show in Stockholm. And she said, you know, it was a way for her to travel. It was a way for her to celebrate herself. Her mother had passed last year. So she was trying to find joy around the anniversary of that as well. And she ended up spending in total um, $2,200. Now, I know people in the States who spend that on one ticket. And she's saying, oh, excuse me. And total, that's what she spent to travel. Now, there's a whole nother issue. We could talk about how the tickets overseas are, you know, less expensive than the ones here. But, you know, that's a whole different podcast for a whole different day. All that to say, I also, you know, spent less money 
overseas to see her than I would have here in Atlanta if I would have bought my ticket at the same time. And I say that um, because now people are buying tickets last minute for a significant lower rate than when they were first introduced to us. And that's just outrageous. Like I get the supply and demand, um, but you know, even when we were in Paris, my friend and I, Shanae and I were sitting and next to Shanae, there was a woman, a Parisian woman who had bought her ticket, you know, like an hour before the show and her seat was right next to us. And she did not pay the same amount as us. She paid lower than us because, you know, the seat wasn't full and all that stuff or whatever. But all I had to say if you can experience something, do. I know there was a lot of backlash coming from people around the people who were traveling to see Beyonce, but I just wanted them to know and realize it was more than just traveling to see Beyonce. Um, we were doing other things which impacted the tourism, which impacted that city. Um, there was about, I want to just say like around seven, eight, nine of us um, that went to the concert. We also had dinner at the Eiffel Tower the night before. We were part of the nightlife. We went to Disneyland in Paris. Like there was so much other stuff. And we ate out every day. There was other stuff that we did um, that impacted that tourism, that impacted that economy, why we were there to see Beyonce. And this is how I know like, she's making an impact because one, I've never been to Disneyland. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Disneyland in Paris. And there was just so much excitement. Also, I really enjoyed Disneyland. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to go back. But I'm a strong advocate that we should have children-free theme park days. But ah! anyway, so there's more stuff that's happening. That's really why she is really impacting the economy at the rate she is. My friend Jacqueline, she's never been to Sweden before. She never thought about going to Sweden before, but she went. You know, there's other people who went to other cities that they've never been before um, to experience that city, that culture, um, and then also see Beyonce as well. You know, Beyonce made it a reason for them to go, but they did so much more. And that's what the impact is. Speaking of impact, she added the Black Parade route tour on this in the U.S. leg. And I only know this because a couple of the ladies from by from a Black woman attended um, some of her events in New York, also in Atlanta as well. Um, one shout out to Danielle of DMC Original Art. She went representing by from a Black woman because that's what we love to do around here. Um, and there was other... BFABW Women's Dears as well. And she was sharing some of the things that they were doing. Some of the stuff is similar to what Buy From Black Women's doing. Some of the stuff is just stuff that, you know, we haven't had the means to do yet because we need more money. So, you know, donate. Um, but the fact that there are women who might not be part of the concert going experience who are also part of the concert going experience lets me know like the reaches out there more very very smart i know one of these things was they was providing like a hundred thousand dollar grants for each city they were giving them out to some of the small business owners who are part of the event i don't know the ins and outs of that not my business all that to say that you know she's coming to the cities not only is she contributing to the economy but she's also making charitable 
charitable contributions um, and also social ones too, because the way that people are talking about the parade thing. I know here in Atlanta, um, I saw a black woman who went and she met Tyler Perry and was able to hear some stuff from him and go visit on the studio location, something that, you know, we want to benefit from. So using your relationships, your network, your community to help with that is just something that's, you know, it's amazing. It is amazing. And I just want us to realize that black women are the ones who change it all, are the ones who do it. They are the ones who, you know, are really out there moving the needle. Um, and we have to stop letting them ignore us. This is why it's important to have our own platforms. This is why it's important for us to have these conversations um, instead of waiting for people to have them for us or tell us that these are things that we should talk about. And I know as I go back and forth with Black Women's Podcast, I'm very excited because we are doing a lot of preparation for the new season dropping in September. Um, as I find my footing with this, I just want you to know that you know whatever it is that you're working on today while you're listening to this, it matters. Um, whatever it is, it does matter. And I know sometimes we don't believe it matters. Sometimes we don't think anybody sees us. We don't think we're a big deal. And, you know, when, when will we get our flowers? And that's why a black woman podcast exists. That's why buy from a black woman exists. That's why so many other organizations that center black people, black women exist because we, have to do it for ourselves and be okay um, trying to figure it out while we're doing it. So yeah, that's all I have for today. I'm going to um, talk to you next time. And remember, you got this, Black woman.